Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Does picking an outfit have you running a little too fashionably late? We get it. Great taste takes time. That's why Drizzly, the number one app for alcohol delivery, has your back with the largest selection of beer, wine, and spirits, delivered in under 60 minutes. Convenience never goes out of style. So if you need to spend some extra time in the mirror instead of at the store, download the Drizzly app or go to drizzly.com. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y dot com today. Good morning. Is it morning already? Good morning. Shake off the covers. No, no, no. Get out of bed. Not gonna happen. Let's get started. Good. out. This is the day we've been waiting for. Wait, what day is today? Well, let's see. Today's Thursday. Why didn't you say so in the first place? Would it have made a difference? Nope. Going back to sleep. Well, you won't want to miss this. Miss what? Showtime. Yeah, let's do this. Got a few things. Like the friends, is the friends reunion happening or not? We're going to get to that. Also, Spotify will create a list for your dog, your cat, your iguana. Hmm. But uh, first, let's begin the Sour Z News with Wendy Williams this morning. She's uh, She's gotten herself into a little trouble again. Oh, yeah? Yeah, she was uh, talking about Joaquin Phoenix last week. So, I don't know which audio. Do you have audio of what she actually said on the air, or is this the apology that followed? No, I guess she <laughs> tweeted the apology, but okay. uh, I have audio of her making fun of Joaquin Phoenix's cleft lip. Okay. And uh, here's a portion of the audio. Right when now. he shaves off his mustache, he's got a hairline yep. fracture. He's got one of those, um, what do you call it, cleft lip, yep. cleft palate. Yep. He's, he's got yeah. this. Yeah. He's got this. Uh-huh. No, I find it to be. I find it to be very attractive. Oh, huh. well, he's a good-looking guy, he Joaquin is. Phoenix. He is a, a very handsome guy, but obviously, people who have a child with a cleft lip or anyone who has grown up with a cleft palate was uh, hurt by that. And so, the whole conversation came up. She was talking about Beyonce not joining the standing ovation for Joaquin at the Golden Globes, which she was okay with because you know, no other human being is even remotely in the same universe as Beyonce. But then she did that, and she put her finger on her lip and pushed it up. And I think that's where it really got upsetting for people. And she has been taking a lot of heat for it on social media. So she tweeted an apology yesterday, said that she's donating to Operation Smile, which is a great organization. I believe that's a worldwide organization where doctors are sent to um, 
you know, third world countries and places where kids can't afford, you know, families can't afford to get it fixed. So in a lot of those countries, these cool. kids are ostracized from society. Because Absolutely. And the American cleft palate craniofacial association. I mean, when you're born with that, my high school boyfriend, my first boyfriend, um, had a cleft palate and the surgeries that they have to go through when they're little. I mean, that's a traumatic thing to have to deal with. And so many thought she was insensitive. I'm, I'm glad that she apologized. I'm really glad that she's donating to those organizations and doing your best to make it right because that's pretty much all we can do as <laughs> human beings. I get how she says, though, that she finds that attractive because I find, you know, physical um, differences like beauty marks on women. Mm-hmm. I find it attractive. Mm-hmm. You know, Cindy Crawford has a, they call, they, you know, it's a, it's a big freckle, but they call it a beauty mark. Marilyn Monroe mm-hmm. had one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tina Fey, you know, was talking about how she got that scar. I've always found that to be to and, make that. Yeah, I mean, I hate to call it oddly attractive because I don't want to make her sound like she's a freak by any means, but that is a... It's just you, a difference. It's, it's, it's a uniqueness about her that is her, which is part of what I like about her. Yeah. Well, may we all just make quick apologies and make things right when we misspeak. And then may the world cut us a break after <laughs> we've said we're sorry. I have two beauty marks. Look at this. I got yeah, one here. You I do. Can I get another one up here? You do. Yeah. So is this thing happening or not? I don't know. I don't know. They don't know. They still don't know. Well, here's what's happening <laughs> with HBO. We heard that there was a Friends reunion special in the works with the entire cast, and it would air on the upcoming HBO Max service, right? So we're now hearing that the negotiations have come to a standstill with the cast. <laughs> Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. It's in the studio very far apart on money. The negotiations? They are negotiating. Are ongoing. Yes. And HBO executive is saying there is interest all around, but today it's just maybe. Hmm. I can only imagine how much money they're asking for. They were getting, what, a million dollars an episode the last couple of seasons they were on, and that was 20 years ago. Every one of them. Right. Yeah. I don't know. Jennifer Anderson's been posting a lot of pictures of herself with the cast. I love them. They've been hanging out a lot. They sure have. They would be fun. I would love to see it. I mean, let's look at how unusual that situation was, okay? You know, you had all these young, good-looking actors that actually got along. Yeah. If there was any competitive weirdness or backbiting on the set, no one else seemed to know about right. it. Right. And they managed it well. Yeah. And and then they like they band together and they made sure that they were all getting equal salaries because mm-hmm. they recognized that it was an ensemble show. And I just thought that was such a unique situation for Hollywood. And the fact that years later they're still friends and hanging out is just yeah. that's the greatest Hollywood story ever. It really is. And when you look at man, 
I mean, you look at all the ego and yeah, and I mean, there could still be ego and jealousy. I mean, there's reason for it if it were to happen. I mean, you look at how successful Jennifer Aniston is. Right. Yeah. It's, the it's, others have had, a, you know, it's not like there some aren't success, seeds, but right. I mean, yeah. yeah but you know, but course. everybody on that show did all right. Yeah. They're, they, they made enough doing that show if they were smart with their money that they're fine forever. Sure. Without a doubt. Good and, for Jen Aniston. Yes. And she loves working. But it's not like anyone else is really hurting, hurting. after that. You oh. hope not, anyway. Right. right. All right. Anything else on the e news front? That is all I got for now. Yeah, so happy National Clothing Day, guys. I decided to go with just a boring old navy sweater, but I feel comfortable. <laughs> That's priority one for me these days. Yeah. And you know what? On a day like today where your high is only 37 and you it's don't want to wear a winter coat, it's perfect. You're feeling it out there today for sure. It is Thursday, the 16th of January of 2020. We're Jeff and Jenna. Here it is, your news that didn't make the news on Cincinnati's Q102. So it's not clear if snoozing in the buff leads to more sex or people who sleep naked are just more free and open with their parts than the rest of us. But according (laughs) to this new survey, people who sleep in the nude tend to have more sex. Are you guys naked sleepers? Not usually. Underwear only. Yeah. According to the poll, the average nude sleeper gets lucky five times a week. That seems really high. Isn't two the average? Uh, That's compared to four times a week for people who wear pajamas. Oh, okay. Yeah. Four to five times a week. The top reasons people gave for sleeping naked were, I feel more comfortable naked. I get hot at night, which is why I sleep naked. It's relaxing to sleep naked. Some people have even said it's healthier to sleep naked, and others say sleeping naked actually uh, improved their sex life. I'm just cold. I just don't. And what what if I have to run out of jump out of bed for something? Well, run outside. Good point. And if you got (laughs) because that happens, you know, all the time. And if you got kids in the house, (laughs) right. You want to wear something presentable if you right. got to jump out of bed or if you get walked in on, right? Right. Yeah, so the top five reasons for wearing PJs. All right, this I'll relate to. It's more comfortable. Yes, I agree. It's warmer. True. It's relaxing. Yes. So I don't have to wash my sheets as often. I know. That's <laughs> true, too. I don't even wear pajamas. I wear a ratty old T-shirt and so- some sort of soft old sweatpants. That's it. And then a sweatshirt on top of that, a hoodie, zip up in the front. And then have you slept under a weighted blanket yet? Yeah, I didn't like it. You didn't like it? No. Oh, God, I love that. <gasps> yeah. I don't have a weighted blanket, but I have a afghan that my grandma made for me uh-huh. like a long time ago. And it's heavy. It's mm-hmm. a thick, heavy afghan. And I want that on me every night. Yeah. Because it kind of just takes the covers that you already are under and goes... tucks you in good so i want to sleep in like a nice i don't want it to be a ratty t-shirt but i want it to be like a super soft comfortable somewhat loose t-shirt maybe a little longer so you know it doesn't like ride up and you know i like really nice pajama pants right Mm -hmm. 
It's got to be soft. And then the covers, I don't want them any higher than my waist. Oh, I have mine go all the way up over my neck. My neck has to be covered. Mm-hmm. And I want two king-size pillows, one that, one that mm. I can kind of wrap around me and the other that I can just a hugging grab pillow. onto. Hug, right. I have an ex that had a hugging pillow. Yeah. There you go. That, yeah. I'm not opposed to the PJs. I'm just a twister. I My arms are all over, and I twist, and I turn, and I don't yeah. So like when I do wear a shirt or pants to sleep, it all just gets bunched and twisted mm. and pulled and... That's more uncomfortable than just taking it all off. Mm. Yeah. And then boxer briefs. Yeah, I got to have some, I got to hold her in there. Yeah. Need some security there. Well, you know, if you roll over and then you're like, ah. Yeah. You don't want to injure yourself. What's that about? (laughs) Strap it down. But the key is, man, that that t-shirt, you got to have the softest Mm t-shirt. I know. I can't, it's the collar. You know, if you get a a t-shirt that's not... Uh, does the collar's a little stiff, a little hard? Right. That just irritates the daylights out of my neck. I can't do it. So let's talk about pajamas for a second. If we're talking about men's traditional pajamas, I mm-hmm. love those and I love the way they look. But the only problem is that collar. So yeah, I wouldn't like it. I so if I'm gonna do traditional pajamas, I need it to be like some kind of V-neck, mm-hmm. ideally. Yeah. But ever since I've been watching uh, Bleeps Creek. What does he sleep in? He sleeps in a nightshirt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the idea kind of appeals to me. <laughs> what do you guys do about your sheets? Like we switched to the flannel ones about a month ago in the winter time. You put the flannel sheets on. You guys ever do that? I I lived in flannel sheets when I was growing up. I, I used love to love them. them. They're love so them. soft and cozy. Kristen's got some kind of thread counter. They're cotton sheets, but they're great. I like them. Yeah, I don't do a top sheet. Super soft. Just a blanket. And she's got those um, Casper pillows. Those are fantastic. You like them? Yeah. She's really trying to get you to stay over there more, isn't she? She's doing good work. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and the uh, fifth and final reason why uh, people prefer to wear PJs is, there you go, Jim, because I don't want someone to accidentally see me naked. So since we're talking about couples and living together... It's almost stranger at this point when a couple doesn't live together before they get married. When so, was the last time you went to a wedding where they had never lived together? Yeah. I just went to one the other day, or last month. Yeah? They never did check up? Nope. I, my cousin's daughter just got married last month. Very, very uh, religious family. And she, the daughter, has been living in her parents' house. She's 23, 20, I think now maybe 22 and has been dating this guy for like four years and prior to the wedding they had never kissed never even kissed huh? never even kissed because they believe that kissing leads to other things that they wanted to wait until marriage now that's rare anymore you don't see a ton of that's that. amazing I, <laughs> and was, that's great i'll tell you it was funny i saw that i i've only met him once and i spent a few days with the two of them together like two years ago and it's it was hilarious because they are kind of sort of all over each other all the time. It's oh, like now that they're married. They're, no, this was before two years before they got married. Oh, but they they were in that oh we're so in love super yeah. duper phase. But if they're not even kissing, but I mean there was a lot of hand holding and touching and just mm-hmm. you know there was tension there. I guess is what I'm trying. There's something kind of sexy about that though, you know, like waiting and waiting, you know. Mm-hmm. The, the delay. Mm-hmm. 
And the fact that I'm assuming neither of them have been with anyone else, Correct. right? Yeah. Correct. Hmm. What, what will their life be like? I don't know. I don't know. And I mean, it's just kind of weird. It's kind of weird, too, because, you know, everybody knows. Everybody knows that they haven't. Right? It's very, it's a very public thing. Yeah. So you, you're sitting there watching them at the wedding, and you're thinking, boy, tonight's going to be an interesting night. Right. <laughs> you know, I wonder, wonder how all that's going to go down. Yeah, exactly. What's going to happen there? Hmm. And that would just be weird being on the receiving end of knowing that other people are looking at me and thinking that. Want to check in with them every <laughs> few years and just yeah. kind of like see how it's going. See what's going on there. Yeah, but. They're probably not the type that would ever kiss and tell. Probably not. Which makes it even more mysterious. <laughs> so, because it's so strange when a couple doesn't live together before they get married, here's a reason why you you shouldn't. You know, besides making your religious grandmother happy. <laughs> According to a new study, couples who live together before they get married have worse sex lives than couples who don't live together first. Oh, wow. And we've seen other studies that show this. The researchers find that couples who live together have less sex at the beginning of their marriage, and over time, they're less satisfied with their sex lives. Now, I've seen research that has said the complete opposite, mm-hmm. so this is just one study. But if you need to use this study for whatever reason, here it is. But if you want to cherry pick your research. Which everybody does anyway. And that's not the only downside of living together before you get married, according to this study. Um, I guess another study found couples who live together first have a higher divorce rate after five years of marriage. So so there are some good arguments out there for holding off and not living together before you get married. There's, there's this one guy in his 40s. He lives in southern Ukraine. And he woke up recently to find that his wife had locked a chastity belt on his junk while he was asleep. <laughs> he must have sleep deeply. Because those things always just look cold to me. I see them. Is it a metal one? Do they come in anything other than metal? Or are all chastity belts metal? I don't know. I don't know either. And it doesn't say here what kind of chastity belt it was, but apparently she thought it was the only way to stop him from having affairs. That's one way. He couldn't get the chastity (laughs) belt off, so he went to the hospital. The doctors couldn't remove it either. Wow. They had to wind up, uh, they had to bring an emergency crew who used a circular saw to slice (laughs) it off. Jeez. I hope they did it on like, the hip side. Oh, God. It was That's successful. Crazy. It looks like he's going to get back to full use of his equipment. Yeah, because I'm not even sure how they work. Do they just cover everything or do they clamp it? I have the foggiest idea. I don't know. Oh, we have a listener that knows. I promise. <laughs> he says he's considering a divorce. <laughs> Probably not considering. a Considering. Yeah. He's considering. Well, it makes you wonder, had he been screwing around a lot? Is this something that he's done and the wife just got fed up and According put it on? According to her, yeah. Okay. She's tired of him having affairs. Had enough. So she felt like she needed to do something about it. Mm-hmm. And that was her answer. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else do we have here? Oh, this is great for cat lovers. I love my cats. Joe and Gracie are the best. They're very affectionate, very friendly. 
They like to they like to cuddle up, they're, but they're also very funny. You know, they're like dogs. Mm-hmm. They think they're dogs. Mm-hmm. Team at Colorado Mesa University's Forensic Investigation Research Station just released the results of a study that answered the age-old question: If you drop dead, would your cat eat you? My bet was always yes. Well, they didn't plan to do the study. But they always leave a bunch of donated corpses outside to watch how they decompose. But the study happened by accident when two cats wandered onto their property and started eating. So, yes, your cat would eat you. Eat human flesh. If you died. Okay. But probably. Not definitely. Even though there were more than 40 bodies, both cats just picked one and came back to eat it night after night for more than a month and had no interest in the other bodies. So I don't know what it was about this particular body that they were attracted to, but if if your body doesn't meet your cat's picky eating needs, then they might actually leave you alone. Hmm. But they got it in them. It's there. And the researchers, for what it's worth, they also found that both cats ate the arms first. Oh, well, you know. In case you're wondering which of your body parts is the most they delicious. Would go for, it would be the arms. Yeah. That's it. Did you guys see um, with the wildfires in Australia, I saw this story this morning that uh, just, you know, cats that are just out being roaming around, mm-hmm. they've been traveling 15 to 20 miles to these areas that are burnt out. Mm-hmm. Because there's less brush and leaves and things, it's mm-hmm. easier to find the prey. Something to eat. Mm-hmm. But 15 wow. to 20 miles. Wow. A month before our wedding, my wife said to me, hey, I think at our wedding we should do a choreographed first dance. <laughs> the only person I know who's a worse dancer than I am is my wife. <laughs> Instead of saying, I think that's a terrible idea, I said to her, I think that's a great idea. And I think that not one of the over 100 professional comedians at our wedding (laughs) will talk about us behind our back. (laughs) And we went, we saw a woman, a choreographer, and this was her specialty, was to teach people who did not know how to dance how to do a first dance at a wedding. And after a full hour of dancing with this woman, her soul had died. (laughs) I've never seen a person look more hopeless. She looked the way an emergency room doctor would look if you just ran in with a bunch of bones and said, Help my grandpa! Seth Meyers from his 2019 Netflix special, Lobby Baby. I think he's so cute. He's great. I just like him. Yeah, he's funny. I like him, too. Uh, What's what's this? Oh. Yeah. Bush Beard just announced a new program where they'll be giving free beer to people in seven states, all based on the amount of snow they get this winter. <laughs> so, cold places, then. Cold places. Very cold places. Yeah, they're tracking the total inches of snow through the end of March in seven cities. Is Minneapolis on that list? Because I'm telling you right now, it is very cold there. Yes, it is. Oprah complained about it all day. Well, it is Minneapolis, Oprah. You chose to go there. In January. Right. It was like two below zero. Oh, yeah. And it's probably not a big deal to them, too, like because that's their life. Jacob's been asking me if we're going to have minus temperatures this year. 
We need them at least for a week, don't we? Don't we need a good cold snap, a nice week-long cold snap to kill all the stuff? So to do something. I mean, the flower. We've got flowers blooming in places. I've got a tree that's blooming, and yeah, that's not good at all. They're so confused as to what's going on. Right. But what's funny is he's worried that it's going to get so cold that they cancel school, and he doesn't want school to get canceled. But what was funny? I said, "Did did we have any below zero days in 2019?" And he's like, "Yes." I'm like, "How many?" He said two. That I said, sounds about right. I said when. He said January 30th and 31st. Oh. So if you're curious about weather on any certain day in the last, oh, I don't know, probably 15 years, I think I have an answer for you. I love that. <laughs> I can find out. We need it. Yeah, they're looking at, they're tracking the total inches of snow through the end of March in Des Moines, Iowa, Grand Rapids, Michigan, Fargo, North Dakota, Ugh. Omaha, Nebraska. Buffalo, New York, and Green Bay, Wisconsin. These are town. Ta- I mean, the people in these cities are tough. They are. That's what I found so fascinating is that the there were big coats. I've never been in a room with people wearing so There's many such big coats, wearing so many big coats, and ha- I mean, all of the women are wearing the hats with the hats with the ear flaps, and right. they've all got the big scarves. Mm-hmm. And the- if I lived in that climate. I, I could top my maximum weight. I could easily like sit and eat so much comfort food just to try to stay warm on the inside. Oh, you'd need to. And then because you're wearing so many big baggy clothes all the time. Right. It's like you don't really notice so much. Until you, you go layer on a up. Tropical vacation and then you're like, what the hell happened? Yeah. But, I know. Yeah. Minneapolis. So Ooh. Minneapolis is on that list. And they'll give people in those seven states a $1 refund on bush beer for every inch of snow. So let's say Minneapolis gets 20 total inches of snow over these three months. Mm -hmm. People there can get $20 back. Wow. Which, you know, that'll buy a good amount of bush beer. Yeah, bush isn't one of the pricier ones, is it? Now, they are capping it at $30 total per person, so... I, I guess you want to root for exactly 30 inches of snow and not one inch more. Mm-hmm. I would think if you're going to live in these cities, you know, if you're going to move there for a job, you got to be ready to embrace it, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You've got to. I mean, there are people that love that cold, cold weather. They yeah. There are warmer. I love it. There are cheaper, warmer places to live in the U.S. than it's Minneapolis. You'd true. be surprised how your body adapts, though, having grown up in Michigan, which oh. is not that different than Minnesota. A little right. bit, but not much. Uh, and then moving to the south of America for six years. What used to be, I'm going to go out with a sweatshirt. It's only 29 degrees. I'll be fine. Right. Became, it's 41. Turn the heat on. I'm freezing. How does anyone live? It's 41. Like, yeah. I would be outside, playing outside in 41 in a sweatshirt. In Florida. I mean, if it drops below 70 in, four, in no, Florida. turn the heat on. Yes, you're wearing a sweatshirt yeah. and yeah. jeans yeah. and so I bet I bet you if you moved to Minneapolis, if you moved up that way, that your body over time would adjust to that. Now I grew up in Boston. I don't know if it, I don't know if it gets as cold in Boston as it does Minneapolis, but you're on the Atlantic Ocean in the Northeast, and we never had a a, a school day canceled because of cold weather. Never because of cold. No, like probably now, because of snow. Because you get those nor'easters. Do they do that now though? If we had a foot of snow. And, uh, yeah, they might cancel school, but they always had it plowed by, like, 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Like, every street was clean, no matter what mm-hmm. was going on. They just knew how to handle it, just like they do in Detroit. There's a reason that 
So Detroit's got this major Delta hub, of course. It's like Mm -hmm. one of the biggest airports ever. Get more, you know, nonstop international flights out of that city than probably most cities across the country, which is, you would think it'd be a weird place to have a hub because it's so darn snowy and cold up there, but they make it work, man. They got that system down. Those big trucks, they'll do three or four in a row. It's it's pretty cool to watch. Yeah. Same thing in New York. Do you ever wonder, like, why are there so many hubs in cold cities where there's so much snow? Isn't that a bad idea? They make it work, though. Mm. You know? Like Atlanta. Now, that makes sense. Sure. Or Dallas or Houston. Detroit? (laughs) Salt Lake City? What? Hey, those folks have to travel somewhere. (laughs) Yeah, I know. They got to get the hell out of there. But you're right about adjusting, though. (laughs) Because when I, when I moved to Tampa, mm-hmm. man, it's hot. Yeah. It is hot. That, that first year, Africa I was just hot. Oh yeah, <laughs> July. Right, but August. You, you do adjust. You get used to it, and then it took some adjusting. Just moving to Cincinnati. Yeah, because it felt pretty cold here that first winter. Right now, look at me walking around without a winter coat. I know you got no sense. I got no sense. No sense. Put on a jacket, Jeff. And I need a hat. to straighten need to up and fly right. Cover up your neck. Or something. <laughs> Jeopardy's greatest of all time tournament is over. And in the end, Ken Jennings won three games. James Hallhauser won one. And Brad Rutter didn't win any. Yep, Rutter is one of the Jeopardy's all-time greats. And now everyone looks at him like, idiot. <laughs> National security officials are warning that dating apps like Tinder could be sharing information with foreign intelligence officers. Said Tinder users, okay, but how tall are they? One of the original cast members of Grey's Anatomy announced he's leaving the show. Yeah. He said, I made the painful decision to leave Grey's Anatomy after I realized it was still on the air. According to the latest numbers, Disney released seven movies in 2019 that made at least $1 billion at the box office. And Nicolas Cage released a billion movies that made $7. So, do you know when your parents are moving here? Oh, my God. <laughs> well, they're closing on their house a couple of weeks after I close on mine. So, And they're going to be living right next door. I do believe there's 10 feet between the two houses. Wow. <laughs> yes. Are you going to live here full time or it's um, going to be in there? In the beginning, it's going to be, they're going to go back and forth. They're going to keep their house. They're not quite ready to let go of the house that they've lived in for 53 years. In Illinois. Their entire life together, right? Okay. It's the second home my father's ever lived in. So this is like their summer home. Mm, this is their, oh, when we need Jen to take care of us 24-7, we've got a place that's not under her roof. It'll be right next door. House, I think is what it is. And then we'll but sell yeah. the house to help fund it. Yeah, exactly. So eventually, eventually, you know, they'll both be living here more full time. But I'm having a a conversation with my mother last night and I walked away from it thinking, oh, this is going to be great. This is they're going to live next door. (laughs) Here we go. (laughs) Buckle up, buttercup. And I mean, I have a great relationship with my parents. I always have. We're buds. We're pals. I'm an only child. So it's always felt like, you know, it, it. it, there was that parent-child dynamic, but I always also kind of felt like I was a grown-up, too, because mm-hmm. I was just with them. So, you know, great relationship. But I'm talking to my mom last night, and this is the first time I've talked to her since the TEDx talk was released on video. And so she saw it last week. So I'm talking to her on the phone. She's, oh, I'm showing all of our friends. All of our friends are seeing it. They think it's really neat. 
You know, they think it's great. Everyone we've shown, it's just great. That's she, nice. It is very nice. She says, Karen, who is one of her best friends, she says, Karen and her daughter just watched it on their big TV. And Karen said to me, she thinks that you and her daughter are kindred spirits. Oh. That the two of you, yeah, you did. And I'm, so I'm like, oh, really? So, well, what, you know, what? And she goes, I don't know. And I'm like, well, what is it? You know, she thinks that her daughter and I have in common. Something you said. Similar what personalities. Is what is it? Certain way of thinking. Right. What is it about us hmm. that makes Karen think that the two of us? And she goes, well, I don't, you know, her daughter's just different. <laughs> in, a, in a good way or a bad way? <laughs> where I grow up, where I grew up saying somebody's different. <laughs> oh, is that not a compliment? Isn't exactly a good thing. Oh. <laughs> so she says, well, she's just, di- you know, she's different. She's different. Like, like you're different. <laughs> well, how are you different? I know. I never. And I, and I was just like, because I was already triggered at this point, because I kind of know what triggered means in that world in a small town in Illinois. What different means. Right. Yeah. What, what different kind of means. Hmm. So I'm just kind of like, well, I wonder what, what's that all about? Where are you going with this, Ma? What do you mean, Mom? What do you mean I'm different? What do you think she meant I'm different? You mean she's she's cute and she's funny and she's smart like me? Yes, that kind of different. You mean that Mom? kind of different? Like she's got a gluten free <laughs> toaster too. <laughs> uh, it, it, it very possibly could have been either one. So of you those. never really got to the bottom of I it. I never then. did get to the bottom of it because I'm like I'm just not. Yeah, just not. Because hmm. that was in a a succession of other little questions. Right. You know, and comments where I'm like, I'm just not. You're gonna, different. I'm just, <laughs> well, she's different. You know, she's just different. <laughs> like, so what are my parents sitting back and thinking? Hmm. Huh? Like a square peg in a round hole. Yeah. Huh? Makes me just kind of wonder. That depends on where you are. I guess. <laughs> I mean, that's what I loved about growing up where I grew up is that there was a, there was a lot of uh, diversity, mm-hmm. you know, not just not just ethnic diversity, but in just you, you really were allowed to kind of be who you were. And part of that was just because it was a, it was a huge school. Yeah, you know? you're grew exposed up, to a lot of different personalities just outside of Boston. There was a, there was there How was many a group kids for, in your like in your graduating class. A thousand. Oh, yeah. I had 50. <laughs> wow. Really? <laughs> Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. 50. 88 in mine. 88 in yours. not far. I mean, I went to a small school. I was going to say, did you go to a private school? Catholic school, yeah. Okay. About 100 kids in each grade. Oh, so you weren't in the Detroit public school system then? No. 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 Archdiocese of Detroit system. Oh. Yeah. (laughs) So you know. I mean, everybody Mm -hmm. knows everything about everybody. What your what their mom and dad do, where they park their car, where their locker is, what sports teams they're on, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, what job they have after school. Do they have to pick up their younger sibling somewhere else on the way home? Like, you know, all of that stuff about everyone, even if they're not your friends. It's a it's a strange little balance. It's a little bit of a dance because it's you do have some freedom to be yourself in a small school like that. Some. Some because 
people are going to be accepting of you because if they're not accepting of you, they're not going to have any friends because there's just not a very big pool for friends. Yeah, It's like you just kind of have to be okay with however people are because that's who's in your life, right? Right. So there's just this acceptance. And then on the other flip side, though, there's how you you're just very self-conscious about how you behave as well because you want everyone to like you and there's not so there's a lot of people pleasing and trying to fit in kind of thing happening as well so it's a shock to the system when then you graduate and go out into the world maybe move away from that small town and there is all of that diversity and and differences of personalities and learning to be yourself in all of that and and not care about what other people think because your whole life up until that point was caring about what other people think. Right. My niece grew up where I grew up. One of my nieces um, grew up where I grew up just outside of Boston. And then she went to a small Christian college in Missouri. And she had a really hard time with it because it was so small. And at this particular college, there was not a lot of diversity mm-hmm. and um, she didn't feel like, you know, she, she didn't feel as free to be who she was. And she uh, she felt, you know, that it was more traditional and she could feel the, the weight of judgment from others. And so yeah. she ended up she ultimately left left that school. But, yeah, that's hard when you go from one environment to another. And other times it can be liberating. Right, right, right. Different. Apparently, my mother thinks I'm different. You're I'm different. glad that you're different, Jen. <laughs> I, I like-, like to celebrate differences, Mom. <laughs> I don't think she meant it. It's no, just, I know. It's just the languaging. You know? <laughs> it's just kind of like... <sighs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I will. I will find out. Keep us updated. I bet it has something to do with my Christmas. So you don't know this girl? <sighs> that No, I've never met her. Oh. Never met her. I want that woman's name. Exactly. I'm going to talk to her, and I'm going to just figure out how she's different. Going on her face. You're going to stalk her on Facebook. (laughs) Because who wants to be the same? There's no fun in that. I want to be different. 